Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. This week we are going to be talking with Debbie Goldstein about the Dash Puzzle Hunt. Hey. My name is Errol. I'm Manda. And, and I know it's bad pants that you have. You've been setting up your background so that you can have a nicer I'm background. Try, uh, yeah, I, I need like a backdrop. I want what you have. I want like a, a, a sheet what behind I have, me or no, something. Those people who are listening can't see, although this yeah. is a video as well. But I yeah. do have is like some weird um, cloth thing for puppets. And I, just I need put a it cloth thing because all people can see is my messy bedroom. And that's not, but that's where the, that's where the, that's where the ethernet messy. cable is. So I it's know. like, but I have my little, my little portal turret in the background I here. I know. Is it because I and put up all my Totoro stuff? There you go. Yeah. I, I need oh, something. I should show everybody my new Totoro mask. Well, this is a, this is actually going to be the podcast too. No, so no one can no, see care. it. <laughs> so Errol is wearing a, a Totoro mask currently. Um, and while he's fiddling with that, uh, Mike well, yeah, Ruby. We should introduce our guest. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> see. I, I told and we like I told her beforehand, like I'm gonna I'm gonna do an intro, and then this is the first week where I'm like, and Errol's gonna tangent on something probably. And he did. Look at that. There he goes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So welcome, Debbie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome, Debbie. Hey, thank you so much. So uh, the fun thing is, is that Debbie doesn't has no idea who I am or we are, and I just like just messaged her out of the blue on Discord because I saw her during recon, and it was like, oh, cool, because Debbie is like, like has been. Are you like the founder of Dash? Is that the best? Actually, why don't you explain who you are as opposed to I <laughs> making things up? You know, she's a founder of Dash. She invented the hamburger and kale and different things like that. So, you know, I'm, it'd be interesting to hear. Yeah. Let's talk about kale for a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yes. Um, I had, uh, the idea for Dash and I co-founded it, um, with Jesse Morris and Greg DeBeer. We kind of came up with the ideas sort of in parallel and then came together and said, hey, we've got something here. Um, and then I took sort of the reins in terms of coordinating Dash and making sure that it happened year after year. And now it runs on its own and I get to play it. And that's really exciting for me. Well, that's nice. That must feel nice. Well, before I get into that, I probably should, in case our listeners don't know what Dash is. I was going to ask, yeah. To uh, explain it. Sure. Um, Dash stands for different area, same hunt. And the idea is, is that in multiple locations now around the world, it used to just be in the U.S., in multiple locations, you are solving an outdoor puzzle hunt that are this, you're having the same hunt. You're having the same puzzles as you go from place to place in your city. So you can have a shared experience. So after the game, you can talk to your, you know, friends in London and say, hey, what did you think of that puzzle? You know, wasn't that awesome? That mm -hmm. sort of thing. And there's also a, uh, global leaderboard. So if you are a competitive person, um, you can compare yourself uh, to other teams. And you're probably wondering, well, how can you do that when you have different locations and, and different paths? Um, well, you're only timed for your solve time. So your travel time doesn't get clocked in. So it's just your total solve time for all the puzzles, which gives you your spot on the leaderboard. So it's so all things are equal. Oh, nice. And is that all done online then? Do people validate their, their answers online? Uh, yeah, so we have been using, the, I understand, uh, the Clue Keeper app has, I can't remember how many years um, we've been using the Clue Keeper app, which has been awesome. Um, so people are able to actually just, you know, input their answers 
on mobile and then they get a uh, they code once they've solved it correctly that they can show, then show a volunteer that yes i'm ready for the next puzzle oh nice and if for those of you that don't know clue keeper we've had rich bragg on the podcast multiple times for many reasons because rich bragg is just involved in so many things and yes. so uh, we'll probably talk to him again later on, but that's really cool. So how did you and Jesse and all the co-founders, why did you decide to do this? Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll tell you the story of my life. So uh, <laughs> in college is when I was first exposed to puzzle hunts. Um, my friend Chris Dumpy, shout out to Chris Dumpy, created this puzzle hunt called Midnight Madness. And, uh -huh. I, and that was a road rally. And I thought, oh man, this is amazing. And I hope I get to do this in my life someday. And, and all these you know, years went by and I would notice things that would be great for a puzzle hunt. And I thought, oh, puzzle hunts are so much work though. How does that work, right? <laughs> and then I started, I started getting into um, swing dancing. And in the swing dancing community, they would host these events where people would come from all over the country, all over the world, and, they, and different cities would host each other. So that was sort of in the back of my mind. And then, I, and then I started learning about BANGS in the Bay Area. BANGS stands for um, Bay Area Night Game. And I started discovering those. And this is amazing. These are, these are outdoor walking you know, puzzle hunts. And one day there was an event that was a Bang Snap simulcast. And Snap was the Seattle version of the outdoor puzzle hunt. And they were sharing puzzles. And they, they ran the same hunt in the Bay Area as in Seattle. Not at the same time, but you know, different times, same, same puzzles. And I started thinking and putting the two things together and said, wow, you know, wouldn't it be great if we were like the swing dance community and connected all over the world? Wouldn't that be a great vision someday? Um, wouldn't it be great if, you know, different cities hosted and, and people came in? And I don't remember. I, I was talking about it with someone and, and someone said, oh, you might want to talk to Jesse. I can't remember how Jesse and I got connected, but we did. And I started sharing my ideas. He started sharing his. And I said, OK, this is and, and we decided that logistics would be too tough for like one city to host for, for everybody to come in. So we're like, okay, how do we get past that? We're like, well, what if we distribute it? And what if we, you know, have this, have different people volunteer in, in, in different cities? The only problem was I didn't know anybody in the community. I was brand new. I, I didn't know, I didn't know. I said, like, let's make this, I don't have any volunteers, but Jesse knew people. Jesse had people that he knew and Jesse connected me to those people. And it was sort of like, Every time I would talk to someone and I would pitch the idea, whether they were in or not, I would say, well, who do you know? Who do you know? <laughs> where are the puzzlers? Where are they? Where are they in the other city? I mean, can you imagine a world where you, where you only know puzzlers in your own little area? That's like, that doesn't happen anymore, right? Um, so, so yeah, and so that's what I did. And I just kept like, you know, working, working the phone <laughs> until I got enough people to volunteer. And then we put this thing on. And by the way, uh, we thought it was going to be an experiment. We thought it was going to be a one-time deal. We did not think this was going to continue at all. Amazing. Because um, uh, a lot of people didn't think it could work, frankly. A lot of people, I, I got turned down a lot. <laughs> a lot of people are like, that seems, oh, I don't know. How, how are you going to, I remember one, um, one, something, one thing someone told me, which is, you won't find people interested in puzzles anywhere else but the Bay Area and, the East <laughs> and, and Seattle. And I was Let like, "Let me tell you something about puzzles." I was like, "I don't think so." I, I lived in Chicago for a number of years, wanting to do a puzzle hunt. So, no. <laughs> so, I'm glad I persisted. That's that's hilarious. Uh, how, long, how long has Dash been going now? If it were the first time was an experiment, didn't yeah. you have like an anniversary? Yeah. Um, so our first puzzle hunt was in September 2009. 
So what happened is when that hunt was run in September 2009, I, I called up all the volunteers to say, you know, how did it go in your city? I, I didn't know. And independently, they said, okay, so we're going to run the next one in April. <laughs> and I said, did you all talk to each other? Like everybody said April. I think because April's a nice time of year, you know, weather-wise and everything. I said, did you all talk? No, no, no. I always think April. And I'm like, that's, that's, so it wasn't even a year later, right? Oh, wow. Um, right. And I was like, okay, if you want to run this, let's, let's do it. And so we ran the second one in April. And then I think people started getting tired and say, okay, maybe once a year is better. Um, and then following that, it was, it was a year after. So, so there were two events. That's a lot of fun. So when it came to coordinating uh, this, I, I, I'm sure that the reason that, um, like, obviously it's in different locations. So the puzzles can't necessarily uh, be tied to, like the puzzle hints and everything right. can't be tied to a particular location. Right. So what kind of design challenges did that bring to you to make sure that right. puzzles could be solved anywhere as opposed to, you know, just, just the one location? Yeah, I mean, so we, we everybody knew that that was a constraint. So you sort of designed it as if you know they were paper puzzles. We all, we started, of course, with a theme. We started. I should just say we started with the meta. That I have to really give a shout out to Greg DeBeer because he's the one who kicked off this whole thing by writing the meta. If we didn't have the meta, we couldn't do anything. Um, and so we had the meta, which gave us the theme of the Wild West. So we sort of let that be people's guides. But what you know, so we said, hey, you know, look, we can't have anything tied to the location. But what we encouraged people to do is to find locations that related to the theme or related to the puzzles. So I'll give you one example. Um, you know, uh, one, one year, um, we it was trying to remember what the puzzle was exactly, but it had to do with boats. It had to do with sailboats okay. and boats. And um, Sarah in Boston decided, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have everybody solve this puzzle on a boat because it's a boat puzzle, right? And so she bought tickets to a ferry in Boston, she bought tickets and everybody solved this puzzle and everybody just thought it was fantastic. And then I started getting complaints from people in Austin. How come I wasn't on a boat? Why wasn't I? <laughs> and I was like, because you're in Austin. Um, and so, you know, we did things like that. Or like when I went to Chicago and we did fairy tales, we had a Hansel and Gretel puzzle. And, you know, we left it all up to the GC what to do. Yeah. And uh, I was I was in Chicago help, just helping out. And um, he said to me, hey, you know, Debbie, I'm going to put you with the Hansel and Gretel puzzle. That's at, the, that's at a cupcake shop. Okay. And so what you get to do is you get to ask the team, do you want your cup? We bought cupcakes for everybody in advance. And so not every team got that. But we, we said, hey, would you like your cupcake first or would you like your puzzle first? And to see the fighting was <laughs> kind of the most <laughs> Half the team would say puzzle. Half the team would say cupcake. Um, you know, things like that. So there were things that it was all, it was about, you know, we knew we couldn't like tie puzzles to locations. So we made up with that with theme and theming. Um, and the other anecdote I like to talk about, which is really fun, is the year that we did um, TV. And I went to New York to help out with that. And so I was just manning one of the, the stations and we had a How I Met Your Mother puzzle um, with bottles and different things. And, um, I was, I was staffed at the puzzle after that. And a bunch of people started coming up to me and says, that was incredible, Debbie, how you had Neil Patrick Harris right there. And I said, what are you talking about? They're like, we saw, he went right past us and we like followed him. <laughs> and, and I said, well, that's interesting. Um, and you know, I found out later that Neil Patrick Harris is really into puzzle hunts. So yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, if you're listening, <laughs> I'd love to chat. Yeah. Um, so I tried to tweet him and say, "You were at my, you were at the Dash Puzzle, and is that amazing?" But uh, didn't he didn't stick around? 
So the fun things like that happen. Um, again, it's it's the theme that that makes it so fun. So do you have a number of people writing the puzzles, or is it like the three, four founders or a group right. of volunteers? Yeah. So I can tell you from my era what it was, and I, and, and I I've heard things about how it is now because, like I say, I'm a player now. Um, so when I when we started, we had eight volunteers. We had eight cities. Mm-hmm. Or we actually we had more volunteers. We had multiple volunteers in each city, but we had eight cities represented. And so I said, "Perfect. Let's have each city write a puzzle." Okay. And that's what di- that's what dictated eight Ooh, puzzles, right? Okay. And then the following year, we had ten. Si- we kept growing, and so every time yeah. we grew, we we're like, "Great, more puzzles." <laughs> and what we learned, <laughs> the year that we had ten, it went fine. We were like, oh, this was kind of long. Oh, this was long. We really want to finish this before dinner time, you know, could we? Right. But then we went back to eight. We said, okay, eight seems to be the sweet spot for people. But again, as we were smaller, each city sort of contributed. Now that it's so large, from what I understand, um, there's like committees and like, like not everybody submits a puzzle. Or maybe I think people may submit puzzles and then some don't get used. Um, But no, because I think now there'd be like, what, 30 puzzles or whatever, (laughs) however many cities are. Just a week-long event of running yeah, around totally, the city and puzzles. I say we do it. We should totally do it. So there are, would you say there are in and around 30 cities now that are participating in Dash? I, have I think the, there might even more. I have yeah, the website me. up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think there's more than that now, actually. Yeah. And while you check on that, Matt Pans, mm-hmm. I do want to know, like, where would you put Dash in regards to puzzle hunt difficulty, right? Ah, uh, yeah. The escape mm-hmm. rooms are like the easiest things on the planet. And then you have right. the MIT Mystery Hunt or Australian right. puzzle hunt, which are, okay. Right. right, where would that land? Yeah, so I would say it's just, it's it's closer to a puzzle pint than it is to an MIT Mystery Hunt. But it's a little bit, it's a little bit more challenging um, than a puzzle pint. The idea is it's meant to be fairly accessible. You know, the idea is we want to, we want to grow and we want, you know, want people to do more puzzles. Yeah, I would say it's just a, a, a little bit more, just a tad more challenging than a puzzle pint, depending on the puzzle pint, right? I've seen yeah. some, some challenging yeah. puzzle pints. Yeah, I yeah. think if, what is their, uh, their highest difficulty is three stars, right? So. Ah, okay, so maybe this is a four. It's a four yeah. or five, yeah, no, yeah. makes sense. I would say, you know, if you're doing escape rooms, you should check out Dash. I would say it's, it's kind of, you're kind of, Again, depending on the escape room, right? Right. And how do people like volunteer to offer their city? Do people just find you or I guess it's, it's big enough now. You don't even just go around and say, Hey, why don't you join us? There's probably a lot of people that talks to the main committee that says, can I be a part too? (laughs) Yes. I love hearing that because it, that wasn't my world years ago. Um, So there's a website, uh, play-.org, and on the website, there's ways to contact, I believe, the email. I don't want to say the wrong email address, but I think it's gcs at play-.org, gcs at play-.org, but it will be on the website for sure. So actually, that's, you know, something that I've been wondering is, you know, will Dash go online? Can we can we make Dash go online? And I have, um, I might volunteer. So, uh, you know, to see, because I'd love to see, I would love to see it continue. And so I, I have to use that same email address. <laughs> yeah. does, it, uh, uh, does it always take, pl- I guess it doesn't always take place in April. I guess you have a, right. for example. Dash uh, 11 took place in uh, September. September, which was in right. 2019. Yeah. And that was right. 24 cities. I counted them up. 24. Okay. Yes. 24 Ooh, you cities. manually 24. counted it up. Good job, man. <laughs> yeah. Manually counted it up. 
You're in charge of all the counting puzzles. People watching the video will see my mouth like mouthing numbers as I lose count twice, two or three times. But yeah, 24. (laughs) That's a good number. I like it. (laughs) As as somebody who's never uh, done Dash, but I, I had heard of it. I remember... I remember a couple of our friends a couple of years ago said like, I think I'm thinking of doing dash and I had no idea what they were talking about. They were talking about running around the city and I was like, what? I don't understand. (laughs) And, uh, but uh, I am curious though, like um, with, with these types of things, you mentioned paper puzzles. Is there a particular style of puzzle that is common to the, to this type of format of puzzle hunt, I guess the outdoor puzzle hunt. Oh, the outdoor puzzle. Well, yeah, you don't want things that fly away, right? Like um, (laughs) we did, I remember we had a paper dolls puzzle the first year and it started to rain and you had to like cut things and (laughs) manipulate things. And um, so, yeah, so sometimes that makes it in, right? Uh, So that's the wonderful thing about Dash, I have to say, is the novelty is that, you know, when you, when you expand to so many different volunteers, you get to see new things. And so there isn't a common one. That's what I love about it. I mean, there are some things, you know, you'll see, like Morse code, we had Morse code one year, the seat ciphers, you'll see things like that. But there really is a novelty. And then I wanted to say, you know, I want to call this out, you know, even though the name does sound like you're running, like dash, it does sound like <laughs> it, you're I running. I thought it was like a, a race that, you know, you, uh, yeah, you're yeah. not. You're <laughs> it's not. kind of a misnomer. <laughs> um, so like I said, you're, you're not on the clock for your travel time, which is really nice. Because what that means is we encourage people stop for lunch take, you know, take your time, you know, don't injure yourself, you know, Um, really enjoy yourself, like really enjoy people bring their dogs, people bring their kids. Um, And the idea is that it's kind of like a stroll. I mean, but we didn't call it stroll. We called it dash. But um, (laughs) There there wasn't a really good acronym for stroll, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a really good acronym (laughs) for stroll. Um, so, um, So it is meant to be like a really like enjoyable, casual, laid back kind of time you know, as opposed to an escape room where it's like 60 minutes, you got to get this done, right? <laughs> this is just sort of like, ah, oh, it's a nice walk in the park. Right? Well, that's that's one of the nice thing I find about puzzle hunts in, in general is if you're not in it competitively, which I am far from that, uh, if you're not if you're not one of the, the top tier puzzle hunters who go in to get the best time, it's actually quite relaxing to do a, a puzzle hunt because you can you know, take all the time you want, uh, whether that's, uh, whether like you can go at your own pace. Yeah. You're not, you're not relegated to this after 60 minutes, someone's going to open a door and you're going to get, just get kicked out. Uh, right. Right. (laughs) You don't have that pressure. Yeah. The other thing I'll say is if you're interested or anyone who's listening is interested, the puzzles are online. If you go to playdash.org and if you want to just have a nice time with your friends and solve puzzles, um, there's even, unfortunately, a pandemic themed uh, set. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know. Um, <laughs> so people were asking when that started, oh, where's that set? Um, so uh, it's really fun. I, di- I did that one time. I hosted um, sort of a, a Dash sort of dinner party for my friends who didn't play Dash um, one year. And we, we did a puzzle and I gave them, you know, a, a little meal with each puzzle. And after, I think that was the year where there were 10 puzzles. People were like, I can't eat anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, the point is you can do what you want uh, with those puzzles and do it at your own pace if you wanted to to just kind of check them out. And how long does each puzzle last if you are doing, not including travel time, how long yeah. does a dash game go for? Uh, let's see. I think we usually, we start at a reasonable hour, like 10 a.m., I want to say, and like end at like 
4 p.m. or 5 p.m., depending on when you finish. So, you know, it's not terribly early and not terribly late. It's a good day of just puzzling, which... It's a good day. It, it really is. <laughs> uh, the other thing I was just, it was just coming to mind when you asked about location puzzles. Mm-hmm. Again, it's about, you know, the GC gets to do whatever they want, but I was just thinking of one that might be um, related to location. The very first year, again, um, we had a puzzle that was gravestones. And you could do the puzzle on paper, and you could see it online. You could do it on paper. Um, but Jesse decided for the, the San Francisco one, he says, let's actually make gravestones. So we made gravestones. And so people were walking, and all of a sudden they see this sort of you know, makeshift <laughs> graveyard. And they had to go up to each you know, grave site, and that's where the puzzle. So not every city, not every city did that. But that was something so we could say, we could make it more, you know, feel like it's more immersive, more, more about the location. I just quick, quick confirming question, just because I'm dumb. Uh, GC, does that mean game coordinator? I yes, had to put you. it together in my head and yes. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Game coordinator. Yeah, the local game <laughs> coordinator. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, I had another question after that, but Earl, you go first. Oh, yeah, no, you were mentioning like a number of cities. And so you're saying, oh, San Francisco, you're in New York, you're in Chicago. Where, where are you based out of? Do you just travel to all these cities and run? <laughs> why? Why, yes. Um, so, yes, I am based out of San Francisco, uh, which is why, you know, the first year we had definitely had a San Francisco uh, version. One year we didn't even have a San Francisco one. Um, And I love traveling and I love meeting people, frankly. And that's why this has been so uh, wonderful for me and and why why the whole escape room community has been so wonderful. It's been wonderful meeting you both. And I just am finding that the puzzle community is so warm and, and, and great. And I want to meet more of them all the time. So (laughs) whenever a new city would join I would say, oh, let me go there. The other thing is I wanted to encourage people to meet each other and, and, right. and travel because that's what we did in the swing dance community. And it's wonderful. I have friends in Australia, I have friends all over from, from this community. And this is before escape rooms, right? Before we had that. So um, one year we had uh, the London, London joined us and the theme happened to be Harry Potter. <laughs> and when I heard that, I said, oh, I am going. And so I went yeah. to London. And, so uh, so yeah. then is that common now amongst like frequent Dash players? Will they go outside of their own city then to to play these games? Or like I could see other puzzlers coming into a city if they don't live in a big city or something yeah. to, to come and play. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you. That was the dream, but that doesn't really happen, to be honest. A lot of people, mm-hmm. I think, have their own... Um, groups that locally that they really like to play with. There have been occasional times where I've seen, you know, people tweet, oh, I'm going with my team to Austin. Like they actually, you know, took the whole Mm -hmm. team and went there. That's rare. Um, But I've also heard great stories about people saying, oh, for the first time I got to play with my dad or my uncle because he lives in this city. And so we played together because, you know, he wouldn't see a puzzle hunt otherwise. So, you know, it's worth it, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought more people would like make it a, a, a traveling event. Um, I think the reason for that is because it's just one day, right? I think people right. might, might feel like, oh, it might not be worth it. Um, but yeah, I, I encourage people to do so because especially as you start to know <laughs> more people in, in these other cities, I mean, how fun would that be? Um, well, I mean, and, and there's other things to do in the cities too. And there's other things to do out of it. <laughs> you can play escape rooms, right? You can, you can play escape a... rooms afterwards. You right. can, you know, yeah. if you're if you're go like if I were to go to New York, I'd have my day of dash. I'd probably go and 
see other parts of New when York. When we went to right. Seattle, did we do anything else other than play escape rooms? No, but that was, but when, okay. But for instance, when I went to the Netherlands, I did, Ooh. it was like my first time in, in Europe. It was my first transatlantic flight or really my second flight, the second flight of my life. Uh, and, and so that, that was um, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about that trip because that was very much an example of me going somewhere without a team, uh, and and going to meet people and normally I'm always afraid of playing with quote unquote randoms or like or like that kind of thing. But when you're, you're going to an enthusiast, yeah, yeah, let me finish my thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, but yeah, I was going to an enthusiast run, uh, you know, escape conference and or like full of enthusiasts and escape room owners and stuff. So when you're playing with like minded people, even if they're strangers, like you're making new friends and you're all discovering these things together. So it kind of felt uh, kind of felt like that. I could see why that would be a fun thing to do. Yeah. And of course, you did know some of them online, too. A few of them. Yep. Yeah, because you're a popular person, man. Pan. I am not. So we have the Pan Fan Club. My next question for Debbie, (laughs) our guest. uh, I was, (laughs) I was curious about. Oh no! Wait, Errol, you made me forget it. You go on, and I'll think of. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good one too. I was really curious about it. Hey. It will come back to you. Okay. Don't worry, man. Pen. So I, I, I think the majority of them. Your first was your first international, other than Canada. Would have that been London? Was that like your first international city, or are there other ones? I'm gonna. Yes. Yes, now. London was the first. Uh, I believe we. I, I believe Australia participated. Has has joined us since. You know, back when now in my player time versus my coordinator time, so I'm not that fresh. Um, the website should tell us. Sorry, I don't yeah, know. No, you do have now. You have Cyprus, Netherlands, Australia, yeah, exactly. And Canada. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you've but been yes. part. You've been part of the puzzle hunt community for a really long time, especially if you go all the way back to Baffle and like, mm-hmm. like so. I, I'm I'm wondering what was the puzzle hunt community then and as compared to now because I have heard yeah. that it's not as intense as it used to be. Oh, it used to be more intense. Ah, uh-huh, interesting. Well, yeah. So I'll tell you when I when I was in the puzzle hunt community back in the day, I was you know I was doing the bangs and things, and I didn't really participate in like mystery hunt, which is very intense, right? I didn't re- I wasn't really exposed to those things, so I can't really tell you like in my world it was all oh well actually no so you know and I did some um shintekis and some I did a um overnight hunt so yeah those were intense I remember thinking that I remember thinking wow and and I people kind of know I'm not an overnight hunt kind of person I kind of lose my steam at three in the morning is what I learned about that I lose so yeah I I sort of self-selected and put myself in the more casual player category so yes you're right you're right there were there were more intense there you don't see or at least i haven't heard about um an overnight game in a very long time it used to be um are, are you familiar with this it used to be like a whole weekend activity you would start at like you know on a friday and then you'd finish and you it was non-stop puzzling till there sunday were helicopters involved there yeah were things right you know <laughs> yeah 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 
Um, so I only did one of those and, and said, whoa, that's a lot for me. So <laughs> I am more of the dash player. Like I, like, you know, <laughs> I, am, I am that demographic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember my question now. Yeah. Oh, yes. go ahead. So I was curious about, um, you know, with it being in different cities and you've mentioned like, oh, we had this one uh, puzzle in a cupcake shop. We, we made mm -hmm. a graveyard. So we, or do you approach local businesses about ah. uh, including puzzles or do you get permission like in public spaces and that yeah. kind of thing yeah. to put up fake graveyards and all of that? How do you go about coordinating? Oh, we have lots of stories, lots and <laughs> lots of stories that I could tell you. Um, well, yes, especially when you're in a city with a lot of people, permits are a thing and you should get them. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the official word. <laughs> and you should get them. And people do, and people get them. Um, Right. Um, so yes. So people people do get, especially as as we get bigger and bigger, right? Like you know, sometimes you know it depended on the city, right? It's like some cities only had you know at the beginning, right, a handful of teams, and so it was easier to right. say, oh, this is just a small gathering for a small amount of time, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah. So so in terms of businesses, again, it's up to the local GC what they want to do. For the first one, when I helped um, set up the San Francisco one, I actually walked into you know, a number of businesses and said, here's what we're going to do. Um, I had this one great memory of that hunt where uh, it was a, an audiophile puzzle. You had to listen to audio to solve oh, the yeah. puzzle. You had to do like, like sort of trivia of different songs. And I walked into this very high-end music shop <laughs> and I thought, there's no way they are going to let us do anything here. And um, they said, oh, and I said, yeah, oh, you know, we're going to do this hunt. And I can't remember what I was asking them. But in the end, they said, oh, we have this back room with leather reclining seats, auditorium, and you can just have your people sit there and like, listen. And I was like, that sounds amazing. And we did it. And like, we didn't, we didn't give them any money. They didn't, weren't guaranteed any business. Um, but it's amazing when you ask what you'll get. And then when I went to New York, I was with the GCs there and helping them. And I said, oh, you know, uh, they said, oh, you know, we haven't talked to anybody yet. And I said, oh, it's so easy because I had this experience in San Francisco of people just <laughs> opening up. I'm like, New York was very different. <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> no. I, I, I remember taking them with me. I said, watch and learn. And I like did my whole pitch. And they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, uh, well, no, so actually the story is there was like, a, I, they, were, they were very concerned about security. It was like, that was the thing. Right. And there was a security guard there and he said, well, you know, can you give us the um, ideas of everybody participating? I said, sure. And he said, can you write, could you have an official letterhead? And can you write um, this request on official letterhead? And I'm like, absolutely. Like everything he asked, I said, we'll give it to you. Sure, 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 sure. And when I was done, I said, so can we make this happen? Can we have these people at this location? And he said, yeah, I'm not going to be on duty that day. So you'll have to do everything you've just done. Everything you've just told me, you're going to have to do this again. It was like, cool, thanks. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, so it depends on what the, again, it's all up to the local GC, how they want to handle it. Mm -hmm. um, but it makes it, as you can see, it really enhances the experience when you, when you can get a business to help you out. Well, I've, I've heard anecdotally from people that, for the most part, businesses are, are pretty happy, especially like if you have your end location at a pub or a restaurant where they're guaranteed business, um, that's a good sell, right? Like I will guarantee to have like a hundred people at noon in your place, you know, people, people like that. So yeah. 
it all depends. It all depends. So did you get ever a chance to travel to Toronto when it opened up here? No, I'm bummed about that. I, yes, I will. It's on my list the next, the next time we do this. Yes. Yeah, then you can call us up because we like meeting people too. It's all. I would, there I would, have, I would love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I hear you have some great escape rooms. So we, we, I'm, we do. Some fun, a lot of fun escape rooms. Now, 2019, sadly, sorry, 2020 hit us and yes. it hit everybody hard. And I guess there's yes. no dash that's happening this year. As far as I know, as far as I know, um, I've reached out to the former coordinators and said, hey, what's, you know, is, is something happening? Can I help? And I just, um, still waiting, you know, they said they're, they're going to get back to me. So I, I don't know. Um, it being but, November, probably not though. Yeah. <laughs> well, Getting well, cold here. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's a question I wonder is that, you know, when, when this whole lockdown finishes, Will people still be interested in doing online hunts? Because one of the beautiful things that I've been enjoying is playing escape rooms on distributed teams. I've, I've really enjoyed connecting with people all over the world. There's a, I don't know if you've heard of the game Blood on the Clock Tower, um, but I discovered that game through a London connection, and I'm playing with a group of people in London like every Friday. So um, I'd love to play Dash with them, right? I'd love to. That's an opportunity that I never had before. Um, yeah. Right. And so I'm wondering if online escape rooms will continue even when we have real life escape rooms and online puzzle hunts. I'm hoping. I was thinking to myself that online puzzle hunts still is a common thing. And I was wondering, have you talked to them about taking Dash online? I know the whole part point about Dash is the fact that you can go around to the different stores and that right. what that's yeah. what makes it interesting. Right. So. Right. Right. It right. becomes, I don't know if it just suddenly becomes its own, you know, yet another on, not, not that an, yet another online puzzle hunt is a bad thing. Ooh, what's that acronym? <laughs> Y-A, okay, yeah. go on. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, maybe people would be able to do, uh, incorporate online businesses in their local town somehow in order. To oh, do, interesting. That's right? interesting. Yeah, I was also thinking, like, wouldn't it be fun if you were given, because, you know, because you don't want to become a Zoombie, you know, and be, like, online for eight hours, right? Mm -hmm. um, so what if, like, there was a portion where you actually had to go outside and, and, like, there was a reason and you had to go find physical objects, you would, you know, go to physical locations for some reason to get some piece of data to complete the puzzle? You know, what if there was, there was an element where you're sharing, you know, information, you know, because I'm in San Francisco, I know where this thing is I could take a picture of it and share it with you you know in Toronto and we can now work on this puzzle together because you have this data you didn't have oh, right yeah, true that, uh -huh. and, and you'd still be incorporating different cities uh yeah with, without having you know forcing people to to go outside I have I do I do a bookkeeping for a lot of charities who are arts organizations and that and that's the big problem they have right now is they're trying to figure out what they're going to do next year because i have a few clients who uh their biggest program is like they have walking tours of the city right and they have no idea even though by next summer the pandemic you know we should have a vaccine blah 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 um they're still wondering are people still going to be interested in leaving their houses at that point or is there still going to be a yeah. lot of nervousness uh around around it and and so they're like how much how yeah how much time do you invest in planning this stuff if there's not going to be as much uptake uh it's it's a tough question 
to it's answer. It's a very tough question. Yeah. 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 But again, I'm hoping that people appreciate both. And so both can continue. I'm, I'm hoping that if it's compelling enough, right? Like if, if you know that the puzzles are going to be really good and the experience is going to be really fun, you'll, you'll do it even though you can go outside. <laughs> I'm hoping. So how did you get involved with Recon, by the way? And if for those who listeners who don't know what Recon is, and that'd be surprising considering we <laughs> We don't shut that. up about it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, tr- you know, Teresa, I'm, I'm just going to name drop that. There, there are a couple of Teresas that were involved in Recon, but we probably know, we know both of them. But Okay. Uh, Teresa Wagner, I remember she told me like, Right before it started, she says, you, you, you're going to this, right? I said, I have no idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, she just dropped the link. It might have been like hours before it started. And I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. And I like joined and I, I was nervous. I was like, I don't know anybody. You know, I, I have not played a thousand escape rooms like other people. I'm, I'm kind of a dabbler. And, uh, you know, do I belong here? I don't know. And so I, there was, a, I think, Errol, I met you in a lounge. I said, I'll just join the lounge to just kind of. <laughs> work a little bit and the arrow's like hey Debbie <laughs> so um which was great it was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a, oh I know what it was I yeah so I was just kind of being quiet and I knew Dan Egnor is a friend of mine and Dan was in the room and so Dan right. introduced me to the group and he and I said oh and he's like oh yeah and you know Debbie Debbie found a dash and was like, oh boy. So then Errol's like, really? Let's talk. So um, that was great. And I, I met Teresa because I played an online escape room with my friend Matt. And Matt brought in um, Teresa that he knew from, from the online community. And, she's, and she was great. She's a lot of fun. And so um, I've just met her online that way. And so we've played escape rooms since um, online. And immersive, we did immersive theater together. So I love those connections when I haven't met someone in person and, you know, just ha- just connect and, uh, and, and can continue to play. And since then, by the way, that, I, that convention, I've met other people that I play rooms with now just from that convention alone. That was, mm-hmm. that was a really well run event. I oh, was it was amazing. Really impressed. Yeah. yeah. I met so many people. It was glorious. I had it so really many was. Fun. Yeah. I yeah. met people and saw their face for the first time ever. That also was amazing too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you did mention that you, you were involved in immersive theater. Do you attend them? Do you act in them or oh. what were your, <laughs> uh, I attend them. I, I love them. I also uh, love to do improv. And so it's a great blend of, you know, improv and, <laughs> and story and, puzzles, you know, and um, yeah. that was the other thing that I, I was, I'm going to totally fangirl is um, I am from Houston and that's, oh. where, <laughs> right. And that's where Strange Bird Immersive is. And yes. I fell in love. And when we were, when we were the, at the recon convention and I got to like talk to them, see them. Like, ah! we're the best. And, um, <laughs> and I just really enjoyed their talk about story. I just, I really resonated with me. It was um, a really great how talk. That is, and the, how yeah. details are so important. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I thought that was really really good. So um, yeah, I, I love it. Sorry, mm-hmm. did you get a chance to do Adrian Rook as well? I did. Oh, I nice. that's what I that's what I I, I play. Or was it Adrian? Yes, Adrian Rook. That's what I played with Teresa. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we so. got a chance to do that as well. I mean, as you said, the nice thing is especially too when the Turpicas are coming is that when I see all these rooms pop up, it's like, Oh, I can do these ones. I'm going to go and yeah. book them, which is really nice. Yeah. At least the online ones uh, we can immediately book and try and see, see how exciting it is. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it was what was fun about that one for me and sort of not so fun, I guess, is when the air quality got really bad in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I escaped to Denver and I had the I had the uh, the immersive theater already booked. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, no, I can still play it. I can yeah. still doesn't matter That's that I went true. to Denver. So I played it from Denver. Nice. Yeah, clean air. That's much, much more, much more enjoyable. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going back to just the dashes that have happened so far, uh, do you have either a favorite year or a favorite city that you oh, that you went to? Dare oh, dare I ask that? Is that a, is that on a the controversial spot. question? What's your favorite? <laughs> and then all the other people are going to be like, what? Not us? <laughs> no, I have to say, and this is sincere. This is not me just going, ah, is every year. I say, this is my favorite. There's no way we can like top it or match it. And then every year they do. Somehow, yeah. Every single year I'm like, oh my God, these puzzles are so delicious. And again, yeah. that speaks to the diversity, I think. You know, that, the fact that it's like, oh, you, I'm always, there's always something new. And I love that. There's, and there's always just something just so magical. And like, how did they think of that? That's amazing. They're always so polished. Like the playtesting because I, I know from behind the scenes, the play testing that happens, the iterations, there are so many iterations that happen before you see a final puzzle. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. You know, and just, and, you know, they started introducing um, physical objects in Dash, right? Like we, before everything was, you know, digital for the most part, you know, everything was paper. Um, and now there's, you know, people are really, every year they kind of up the game a little bit, I think. Um so yeah, they're all gorgeous and wonderful, but locations. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, they've all been they've all been very good. Um, but of course, getting out of my local area has been like the best for you know seeing new things and, and new yeah. people. Um, I, I have a soft spot for New. I just love New York, um, just you know because I do. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I, New York was very fun. And of course, London, you know, like the novelty of that and, you know, um, being at the, what is it, 44 and a fourth? I, I'm so bad. I don't remember these things. That's Not the pa- plat- platform nine and three quarters? Nine and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> four and three four, four, whatever. Yeah, four and I'm three four. A, I'm a huge fan. an intersection and I'm going, oh, I don't know anywhere in London. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was... Um, that was exciting for me. I mean, the other exciting part is I made friends that, you know, whenever, when I go and I make new friends is memorable. So when I went to London, I brought two people with me from the Bay area, but we joined up um, with two or three other people. I didn't know we, we connected online and they're still dear friends and we play escape rooms together now. So, so that's memorable for me, right? Like, Oh, that was the time we all you know came together. And um so yeah, and then also the other thing, uh, there are two divisions, right? There's beginner and there's veteran. And we played beginner. And the reason we played beginner is because there were people joining us who had never done a puzzle hunt before. And I wanted them to, to feel good, you know? And everyone gives me a hard time for playing beginner. Well, I wasn't expecting our team to come in first, and we did. So that's memorable. Yay! <laughs> 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 we're like... Mm. And I said, well, I don't speak the language, which is why we had to be 
so so we so we can say safely you know like that the games you win are going you're gonna you're gonna really pump that uh pump that city up then yeah yeah <laughs> so that's memorable but, for me yeah, yeah. that's a memorable <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite was new york because i won yeah, so right. if i win <laughs> right then you get to be talked about yeah well know. new york i volunteer <laughs> i haven't played in new york i haven't played in new york i volunteered in new york oh, okay uh, right right so, yeah. so yeah, yeah. London was the first one where I started playing. No, no. I was just going to wonder what the difference is between the beginner and then the veteran difficulties. Are there more puzzles, more cluing? What happens? Yeah, there's more cluing. It's the same puzzle, essentially. Um, you just get more information and more help. When you shifted from being like a coordinator slash yeah. designer to a player, um, what what things did you learn on the player side once, once you... Uh, you know, started to making that transition over. Oh, interesting. I've never even thought about that. What things did I learn? <laughs> if hmm. the answer's I don't know, that's perfectly fine too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think like what's different about being a player in Dash versus other hunts, yeah. you know? Cause I think those still same things apply. Like, um, like, hey, maybe some, I remember this one hunt when I played where I was like really passionate about how something worked. I wish I could remember it because it was really funny. And I was completely wrong. I was absolutely wrong. And I'm like, you need to listen to me. You need to listen to me. I know how this works. I know how this works. And somebody like very quietly was like, I founded this hunt. Yeah, right. This was, and and it's like, I was so off base. So I think that applies for all hunts, not just Dash. It's like, hey, maybe you should listen more. <laughs> you should like stand back before you do And you know, um, so yeah, no, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll think more about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, but what 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 thing I do is I always see things. I know how much. Whenever I see a puzzle, I go. I, I said this many times when I played. I'm like, oh wow, I know how much work went into. Oh man, like I I just know. <laughs> and so I stop and I sort of sit and offer a bit as we. Hey, we need you to. We need you to solve this thing. You know, I'm just like You're like you know. Yeah, but look at how this was constructed. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I'm always, I, I always am very appreciative. I'm always like, yeah. wow, I know how much went into the, or like Sometimes, that's yeah, when I see a complicated puzzle in a puzzle hunt, I'm thinking, how long did it take them to put all this together? Right. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can't unsee it. The other thing that we haven't talked about that I'm passionate about that I yeah. hope continues is this idea of connecting with other cities, of, of teams connecting with each other versus you are just playing locally with your own team, heads down, and you're not reaching out and you're not connecting. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to do. Is how do you build that in? Um, so um, I really advocated for that. In the second year, we, when we did TV in New York, we did a Twitter puzzle. And the way it worked is that each city had an envelope with certain pieces of information. And you had to, but you weren't allowed to just directly tweet the information. You had to, you know, tweet kind of clues to the information that you had. And mm -hmm. then... With, with a hashtag, with, you know, dash in the name of your city. And so the idea is that you looked on Twitter and you collected all this information and you solved the puzzle. And we weren't, you know, that's kind of really hard to play test, right? Um, mm -hmm. And we weren't sure, it was kind of an experiment, we weren't sure how it was going to go and it, it went really well. Um, so every year we would try to do something, you know, with Twitter or something um, that connected. And that sort of evolved now, you probably have seen, um, there are, puzzles that are more in the local area, but it's that same idea where there's distributed information among the teams and you have to physically talk to another team. You say, oh, I have this mm -hmm. and you have that, which I'm very impressed with too. Like I've, I've, I've played in those. So I hope that continues. I hope that Dash continues to have an element where you're actually reaching out to people outside of your team. 
Well, especially if it goes online, there, there's even more opportunity yeah, for that, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 2021, you can have them go to each other's TikTok videos. <laughs> Would you, what is with you and TikTok, man? That's a great idea. I'm not kidding. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd have to get on TikTok, but that's that's cool. Different TikTok dances. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> That's very cool. Why are you so down on TikTok, man? Pam? No, no, you just you bring it up every single podcast now. <laughs> like every single conversation, there's a TikTok mention of some sort. Like I don't know. Are uh, you on TikTok? Is this why you mention it? Are you like a TikTok? No. Well, I mean, I have an account, but I haven't done anything on TikTok. I didn't even no. go. I think he just likes torturing his daughters <laughs> with the idea that he could use TikTok if he wanted. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, like, the nice thing, too, about it, this becoming more international as well is that there might be more opportunities to share, like, to connect with each with a with a more international audience and, you know, uh, learn different things culturally, like, possibly yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure, like, how the puzzles might differ now that there is a more international audience. We've already experienced, I remember with, with London, right? I'm, you know. Yeah. Difference in spellings, difference in, right. in, in meanings. Uh, yeah, we have to. Yeah, you have Australia to. just makes up words. So. <laughs> yeah, just just right. incorporate that into the, just make that a puzzle where you have to find out what's wrong with the word. And then you're like, oh, wait, we have to use the British spelling or we have to use. The, yeah. Well, that actually, yeah, I'm thinking about that because when I was in London and we played the very first puzzle, which is usually sort of a warm up puzzle, it's usually pretty easy. Our team was last because it involved uh, the puzzle involved finding misspellings in words. And I was and I thought, well, when in Rome, we're going to go by like the British spellings. And so I was circling letters that I didn't need to circle. And they're like, what phrase do you have? And I'm like, and uh, <laughs> and the GC was wondering, what? why is it taking them so long? And I think they had to hint like it's the american spellings oh okay so, oh wow interesting yeah. so they don't localize it well i think now they do i now okay. they do okay. uh yeah yeah i, I, I think, find that great that you actually thought i'm gonna yeah they you know i'm gonna go by this country's spelling because bonus and, point for that if you th- if you think about it yeah right right no no what i'm saying is they do i'm pretty sure that they do localize as more people you know because yeah Oh yeah, no, I just love that story because normally it's it's the opposite you hear. You hear right. about somebody going to a yeah. country and saying, like, oh, I forgot, you know, they spell things differently right. here. Yeah. There then you knew, but it ended up being the right. American anyway. Yeah, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. The American on the team. Because you know, we had locals on my team, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> this is what we do. Again, see, there's another example of me sending people on the wrong path. Wow, I'm really advertising myself well to be on a team, aren't I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you? Hey, everybody, uh, I'm a free what, agent. If anybody wants me, yeah. Go ahead. There you go. How did you get in, uh, involved with puzzles? Well, like, what's your puzzle yeah, origin? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I, I ask this question by everybody I meet, and I'm learning there's like commonality. Is like when we were kids, right? We all played. Um, my parents used to give me like puzzle books to keep me occupied, and um, and then also my grandparents were like super into crosswords and Scrabble. And that was something I loved sharing with them. And it just, I always think, man, if they were around, they would have loved Dash, my God. Mm. Um, You know, they loved wordplay. I love wordplay. So that was sort of all my life, but I was always sort of by myself. I never connected with a community, didn't know, you know, a community existed. 
Um, and then, you know, when I was in college, like I said, they ran this um, hunt as a one-time, you know, event. And I, I remember, I, you know, I, I, my roommates were on my team. And at the end of the hunt, we came to this conclusion where I'm like, I want to do this forever. And they were like, we'll never, ever do this in our lives. <laughs> And I remember thinking, why am I so different? Like, why do I just love it? And they're just like, Bleh. again, but like, I'm, I was alone, you know, by my, this is so sad. I didn't have a community. Um, so, you know, all my life, just by myself, uh, college by myself. And then I came to the Bay Area and it was just like, no, like, yeah. it was like, I, I got introduced to Bangs, but not only that, um, I'm part of the NPL, the National Puzzle League. Had no idea that existed. That's been, that's existed for years and years and years before my time. It's just all of a sudden I came to the Bay Area and, and I just got introduced to all these different worlds that I wish I could, you know, time travel and like go back to my teenage self and say, it's okay. You can be part of these communities. <laughs> <laughs> that That's how I feel with, with escape rooms as well. Right, and, uh, right, like, exactly. Yeah, I was like, I, I would go back to teenage Vanda who was the only one or like playing adventure games and stuff, be like, don't worry. It just gets so much better. <laughs> right. 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 You know, find my people. You know, I, all my life I made puns and people would groan and nobody would support them. And well, that, that I, that I have, yeah, I have to agree with your friends. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Errol nodded. Errol's with me. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm a dad, right? So I right. don't any type of puns. It's like, <laughs> Why does it have to be limited like... to dads? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes for all. Jokes for all. We <laughs> well, I think we're we're coming up to about an hour here. Uh, it's like flew by for me. It really did. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but well, thank you so much for for joining us today and and telling us about Dash and and uh, some of your great stories. Um, so happy to hear. I'm, I'm sure that when it comes back, you will be there as a player, uh, front and center. Um, Although she did say that, you know, you might help out on the online version doing TikTok dances. So that's going to... You know, yeah, if, find these. if they need a TikTok person, I'm volunteering <laughs> you, Errol. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd love to help. Uh, I'd love to see that happen. That would be very cool. Yeah. yeah. And people can go to playdash.org if they yeah. want to check out uh, previous dashes, download puzzles, get in contact with the current organizers uh, who may or may not be planning new things. Yeah. And uh, I have and, a question quickly yeah. before you do this. I know that Puzzled Pint used to have like a puzzle design guide. Does Playdash have a puzzle design guide? They, I don't know of one, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like there, it might, it might, in my era, <laughs> we did not have a puzzle design guide. It was simply um, a lot of play testing, a lot of like th th throwing it out to us and we, we would just critique and like help each other. But that's whoever is listening. If, if it yeah. doesn't exist, that's a great idea. That's yeah. It. Well, I mean, all we, all I, I mean, there's a bunch of us, especially in the escape room enthusiast community. We just try to find all these resources because yeah. the escape rooms and all these owners that are trying to create more and more rooms and and they, they're like, it, the interesting is you don't usually find a lot of people just trying to create more and more puzzles, even in the puzzle hunt world. I mean, you do have the people that are obsessed with it, but I think with escape rooms, you have all these people opening them up and then a lot of people are trying to find these resources. So mm -hmm. I I wanted to find resources like the guide, which is yeah. not available. I have a copy of it. Oh. But 
uh, but it's offline. Nobody can find it anymore. Puzzle Pint used to have a guide. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anymore. And so, but so if, if Dash has a guide, that'd be great. That'd probably because yeah. you've had years, right? And and I like to find guides from people who have been in the community, especially the puzzle hunt community, that have been around for a long time and have been able to test a lot of different theories and right, you know, mechanics, right, 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 right. It's really yeah. important for mm -hmm. people. To, realize that it's not a wild west of creating puzzles that right a lot of people have already tried the things that failed right <laughs> right 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 hmm. okay well thank you so much debbie again <laughs> for joining us um, sure. uh, and once again so you can go to play play dash.org to find out more about dash um do you have any websites or anything that you would like to share uh that people could find or uh you know the interesting thing is now i've just thought of something that you like swing dancing did you get a chance to do club drosselmeyer oh, i did and i loved it <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that for like an hour uh no uh yeah, so I just want to say this. This was my, I'm probably the Venn diagram. There's probably like just me and like probably Kellyanne who runs it. And that is like, I love swing dancing. I love immersive theater and I love puzzles. So when I got there, it was like FOMO times three. It was like every time I would work on something, I'd be like, I'm working on a puzzle. I am not dancing. Why am I not dancing? Why am I not doing theater stuff? And like, and then I'd switch puzzle, you know, but we're dancing and I'm like, oh no, I'm not solving puzzles. So it was like, <laughs> It was just like perfect agony. <laughs> I couldn't, I like, it was just so much. It was like lovely. Um, it was, it was so wonderful. And I will plug that they were doing an online version that I'm very yeah. excited about. Mm -hmm. um, I take it. Yeah. yeah. And what was really cool about that event. So I went to Boston in December before I had knee surgery. That's why. And I went there and I ran into swing dancers, not puzzlers, swing dancers. I haven't seen since 2002. And by coincidence, they were there because it was swing dancing, right? Yeah. And uh, they, I found out they do escape rooms too. So it was really fun to reconnect with them. And I just thought like, how awesome to have like everything in one place. This is the best. I hope there's more. <laughs> so I really want to see a swing dance puzzle where you actually have to like dance with someone and figure out the letter that you're making on the floor or you know, something, yeah. something where it's like, you have to dance to do this. Uh, oh, wow. So considering... So considering that immersive theater puzzles and swing dancing is that's your that's your jam, then you know, you must be Kellyan's twin. <laughs> yeah, so I that was another thing, another thing about right, like meeting new people. I didn't know her until that event. Mm -hmm. And then someone introduced me to her and yeah, and we just we were like, we are together in the Venn diagram. <laughs> and she had said to me, she says, Yeah, you know, when we designed this, we thought that there'd be people who would just be into the dancing. And that would be fine. And there are people just into the immersive theater or there are people just in the puzzles. We didn't think there'd be someone like you. Because <laughs> like, like, what, what do I do? Because <laughs> I need the event to be like five hours long so I could feel I had my full uh, fill of right. all of these different things. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Anyway, sorry, man, Pam. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Debbie, for taking <laughs> I had a really good time. Thank you very much. And I hope I, I hope to talk to you again. I had a really good time and in person. I would love it. <laughs> Great. All right, I'll talk us out. All right. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. What does that say? Oh, you can't read it? Is it Salihazah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can also email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. We love getting emails. If you go to our Facebook page, you can click the like button on the Room Do Escape Do we really Divas love Facebook getting page. emails? I love getting emails. Okay. I answer them. 
It's fine. Aren't there emails that say that we don't like that Errol guy, though? Yeah, that's why I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Okay, continue Touché. on. Yeah. Uh, yes, we have community meetups every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find all the details to that on our Facebook page. And if you are using Twitter, you can use the hashtag R-E-Divas. And we're on YouTube, too. Oh, yeah, and we are on YouTube. This will be uh, appearing as a video on YouTube. We have also started a designer spotlight series uh, in which we interview uh, and talk about uh, the fun projects people might be doing uh so yeah check those out and occasionally we released two good grief oh yeah we did that was crazy we won't do that again but it was it's <laughs> the holidays and a lot of people have projects they need to you know promote um and it, occasionally when i remember to uh, i i do upload my playthroughs of adventure games on there so uh, be sure to check those out. Uh, at any rate, uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.